Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Gabe. Hi, I'm Vashida. Hey, I'm Kelly. Uh, so for those of you listening on the radio, this is a continuation of last week's discussion. Let's do the time warp <laughs> again. Okay, we'll pick it up where we left off. So, you know, listening, we have lots to talk about. Oh, Ohio, the heart of it all. It's all happening. It's all happening right now. This afternoon, in two hours, we're going to be over at the State House for the third hearing uh, for the Down Syndrome abortion ban. Uh, this uh, is Senate Bill 164, right? Yes. Um, and so this is our chance to explain why this is a bad piece of legislation. Um, Kelly, you're going to be testifying. Yeah. Um, our, our usual policy expert, Jamie Miracle, is not in the state, so you're stuck with me. Um, <laughs> it's been a while since I've testified, um, but you know this is a really easy thing to talk about. Um, what they're trying to do with this legislation is they're trying to say that if a person has a diagnosis of Down syndrome in their pregnancy, that it would be a felony for a doctor to knowingly provide them with abortion care if that was part of their decision. Um, And like a lot of things, it sounds like, oh, well, that's just all it is. That's not all it is. It is a pre-viability abortion ban that is designed to challenge Roe versus Wade, which is a Supreme Court ruling that legalized abortion. And if they can challenge that at what they think is the right time and they can overturn Roe versus Wade, they can outlaw all abortions. So whether it's the Down syndrome ban or any of the, you know, the 20 week ban that they passed, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Yeah. The material differences in them are, are irrelevant in terms of their goal. They all have the same goal, which is to outlaw all abortions for everyone all the time. Absolutely. This is just one other strategy. It's like they're, they're kind of setting, if you will, kind of a, a buffet in front of the U.S. Supreme Court to say, well, if you like this one, you could do it this way, or if you like that one, you could do it that way, and they're giving them as many options as possible to roll back or overturn Roe versus Wade and abortion access. I think the other thing that really people need to, to focus in on with this particular ban is that it would require, um, it could require patient, doctors to have to ask their patients why. And then the state possibly collecting that information and using that to further stigmatize abortion right. and to say, well, your abortion's okay if you're doing it for this reason, but not that reason or this reason. And I, I think it really puts um, the legislature in the exam room between doctors and patients Absolutely. in in a completely inappropriate way. Yeah, and the legislature should not be anywhere in there, in no. the room at all. This should be between the doctors and the patients, um, talking about what's best for them, their families, what's best for that woman's body, uh, et cetera. Right. I mean, how does any how, how does any member of the legislature know what's best for any Absolutely. any person who might Absolutely. face these decisions in Ohio? And, you know, it is... You know, if you do have an unintended pregnancy, if you do have a pregnancy where um, complicated issues arise and you are faced with those decisions, 
those are decisions that you should make. Absolutely. You know, as, as the woman experienced them with consultation from your doctor, without political interference, I mean, talk to who you want. If you're Absolutely. a person of faith, you know, talk to your clergy person. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you're in a relationship and you want to talk to your partner, you know, if you want to talk to your physician, those are all appropriate things. But Absolutely. the decision has to rest with the woman. Um, and this says now the decision has to rest with the state legislature. Absolutely. Because, I mean, the woman is the one who has to carry this baby, has to have the final say, you know, has to deliver this baby um, and just deal with all the, the things that come with that. So whether or not she's able to do that or willing to do that, I mean, that's ultimately going to be based on her circumstances. Right. Um, so there's just like no other way to put that. Like, it's still just baffles my mind that this is even okay. Well, and if this really was about people with Down syndrome, they wouldn't be banning a procedure. They would be doing things to help people and families Absolutely. who have Down syndrome, which, frankly, this state government has done the opposite. Absolutely, right. which is why this makes no sense, because you won't help us when the child is here, but it's not okay for us to uh, decide to have an abortion. Right. Well, I, I learned, I, I've been in this job for 15 years, and one of the things I learned early on was if you're going to expect things to make sense at the state house, you're going to be disappointed a lot. Um, which is the challenge when we go testify Absolutely. because, you know, we have to try to bring them to their senses. Um, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, we, uh, you'll be testifying. Uh, we also received uh, a written testimony mm. from a couple parents, uh, who uh, contacted us, uh, and have contacted the committee chairman to say, you know, hey, we don't support this. So the first here uh, is David Perry. Mm -hmm. um, what, one of these is somebody you might know. One of these is somebody you won't. Uh, David Perry is a freelance writer. Uh, he tweets a lot. Um, uh, Lollard Fish is his Twitter handle. We'll throw it in the show notes. Um, you might have seen him on Twitter um, because he writes mostly about disability rights um, and he contacted us uh, and wrote a piece uh, for CNN, actually, mm -hmm. um, two years ago when this bill was first uh, introduced. Mm -hmm. So this is the second two-year General Assembly that we're having to, uh, having to oppose this piece of legislation. Uh, so he wrote testimony to be submitted to the committee today. Um, I've got it here in advance. He says, mm -hmm. I am the father of a boy with Down syndrome and am opposed to Senate Bill 164. This bill will not lower rates of abortion following a prenatal diagnosis, nor will it help people with Down syndrome. The best way to prevent abortions after a prenatal diagnosis is to make the words Down syndrome less scary. This bill will make it harder, even criminal, to talk about Down syndrome and abortion. I think it speaks volumes that somebody who actually has a child with Down syndrome to speak out against this bill. Um, you know, it, 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 like I said, it speaks volumes. It just lets you know that the people who actually are dealing with this, um, they have a valid opinion versus those who have never even had to deal with anything of this nature. Right. Yeah. I mean, a far more valid opinion than I have. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I mean, all of us here. Right. Right. Um, he says the Down syndrome community broadly supports nonpartisan pro-information legislation which is what you just said. Uh, we want parents who get a diagnosis to get the best possible information. Criminalizing abortion based on a prenatal diagnosis will just make it harder to talk about these issues. I agree. Yeah. It's like you're now stigmatizing Down syndrome. Right. But, of course, that's not the goal. They just want to outlaw abortions. They don't really care about this issue. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have testimony from a, a dad named Barry Rosenberg. Uh, he lives currently in Texas, uh, but he's from Cincinnati. I love how the dads are actually speaking out. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to point that out. I think that's pretty amazing. The dads. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Rosenberg, uh, so this is, you know, not, this is just a parent who saw this and, and was, you know, uh, opposed to it. Um, he says that he has a son with Down syndrome. Uh, we knew early on about our son's condition. We had a choice and we decided to keep our son. That was a very tough decision for my, uh, my wife and me, but I'm glad we had such a choice. This enabled us to truly embrace what was coming our way versus feeling that this was being forced upon us by some unknown legislators. There Such a good is. point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sums it up. Like, Yeah. He says, children with Down syndrome are sometimes born with severe heart conditions, hearing problems, eyesight concerns, and many other medical issues that need financial assistance. My child attends an early education development school, which costs over $12,000 a year. Over 50% of the students within my son's school need some type of financial aid. It's now been proven that by working with children with Down syndrome from 18 months to six years old, that they can mainstream into a more traditional learning environment and become productive members of the community. So, I mean, he's very supportive as a parent. They're doing everything they can, but they acknowledge, you know, and the first legislator to introduce this bill said in her testimony, not every parent is equipped to raise a child with Down syndrome. And we're all for increased resources, Absolutely. education, Absolutely. you know, information about testing accuracy. These were all the points that were being made against, uh, you know, uh, against abortion rights. But none of these things uh, should justify removing the ability Absolutely. of, you know, a woman and her family to make that decision for themselves. Yeah. I'll second that. Yeah. So that testimony, uh, along with our terrific uh, Ms. Copeland here, is going Absolutely. to uh, stay tuned for that. Be in front of uh, in front of the Ohio Senate Health Committee. Coming your way, fellas and gals. Yes. <laughs> um, so we'll be done with uh, we'll be done with Tuesday, and that brings us to Wednesday. And Wednesday we come back and we listen to the same crap all over again. Um, <laughs> not that yours is crap. There's is crap. Yeah, it'll be sponsor testimony in right. the house because if one bill is good, two bills are even better. No, no. that's not how it works. No. Um, house Bill One Twenty One is also the Down syndrome abortion ban. There's a version in the House and a version in the Senate. Both can't pass. It's stupid for them to have dueling bills. Right. Uh, it's not like they meet in the middle. You have to have one. <laughs> so you know, fun. pass both the the House and the Senate. Um, so tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., we'll be uh, in Ohio House Health Committee uh, listening to sponsor testimony and another legislator explaining why he feels that he should get to remove uh, the rights uh, of uh, a woman to make up her own mind. So looking forward to that. <laughs> right. It's mansplaining. Yep. Um, and that's not the only uh, the only bill that we're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to see this fall the return of the abortion method ban, which was uh, when we brought out our handmaids uh, this past uh, spring, um, which, you know, we're very successful in getting some attention. Um, but as this bill moves forward, we're really going to get into the uh, substance of discussing exactly why the abortion method ban is such a terrible piece of legislation. 
that won't be it, though, because we've heard early rumors uh, that Representative Ron Hood, uh, previously a, a six-week band sponsor, and Nino Vitale um, are now uh, proposing a brand-new piece of legislation. It's a total abortion ban. Because why not? Right. I mean, exactly. I think these guys are like, hey, let's just stop the shenanigans. Yeah. Let's just tell the people let's what just, we want. Just go for the juggler, like... Right there. Yeah. It's another another terrible dish on the buffet being put forward. Right. Um, I'm, let's see. Let's look at this thing. So they're looking for co-sponsors now. Um, so if you're in the legislature, um, this is your big chance. If you want to um, uh, do things like create a whistleblower provision to encourage people to um, investigate um, possible abortions... I mean, I don't even know what that's going to mean. Is that going to be like your your miscarriage? Is this bill going to be so broad that it's going to outlaw your your IUD or other contraception? Right. Until we see the language, we don't know. But um, based on similar measures that have cropped up in other ways, um, you know, we we faced a total abortion ban back in two thousand six. Uh, a lot of people don't remember that. Right. Um, and it, that one even included a travel ban that said if you help someone go to another state to get an abortion, yeah, even if you didn't know, it was a felony. And I was like, well, all the bus drivers and pilots are going to be thrilled to hear that. Um, you know, so I think, I think this is, you know, so we're going to have a six-week ban. We're going to have a total ban. We're going to have a method ban. We have a Down syndrome ban. All of them have the same goal. It doesn't matter which one it is. They all ultimately have the same goal, and they should all be voted down. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, this uh, is very similar to uh, some ballot initiatives that we've uh, mm-hmm. seen uh, proposed and failed here in Ohio. Not failed because they got a vote, so they couldn't even qualify for the ballot. But failed um, in Colorado, other yes. states. Uh, yes, Mississippi absolutely. voted one mm-hmm. down. I mean, Mississippi <laughs> voted this idea down. Stop and think about that for a minute. The people of Mississippi are opposed like, to wait, hold on. these total abortion bans. Um, because these sort of pieces of legislation, they do, as you were saying, they broaden out into things. Uh, and we haven't seen the language for this, so we're not commenting on exactly what it would do. But similar proposals would impact IUDs, would impact in vitro fertilization. Yeah. Um, you know, the, there are some big, wide complications that may be intended, may be unintended. Uh, we don't know, but none of them are, <laughs> none of them are good. Um, and, you know, none of their reasoning justifies removing access to a safe and legal medical procedure. Yeah, and the sponsors of this bill say that um, if it passes, um, any abortion would be considered aggravated murder, in case you were wondering. Right. So I, I hope you're going to build lots more prisons for that. Yeah. I just read today um, that the overdoses, I believe, are up maybe around 88%. Uh, but I guess that's not important, though, you know. The opioid just, crisis. Yeah, yeah. we're just going to introduce a bunch of abortion bans and overlook the real tragedies that are happening here in our state. Seems easier. Yeah, exactly. I mean, seems logical, I guess. Hmm. Your taxpayer dollars at work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was just thinking, I was like, and you're paying for this. (laughs) Uh, So this week's walk of shame goes to Ron Hood uh, and Nino Vitale um, for their total abortion. Shame. 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 (laughs) 
You suck. <sighs> so that is the stuff that we're working on. Oh, God. Maybe next week we'll be a little bit more upbeat, have a lot uh-huh. more to say. Sorry. <laughs> That's going to happen. We don't make the news. We just report it, right? Right. No, yeah. we make the news. Yeah. Say. Well, <laughs> yeah, Kelly's right. I'm, Kelly's right. I, I'm here to tell you that with your support <laughs> out there in uh, pro-choice Ohio land, uh, we make the news. And uh, and your support makes a difference. And Absolutely. The fact that, frankly... And we need it. Oh, desperate. I mean, the fact that the Down syndrome ban and the method ban, I mean, we've been fighting these things for several years now. It's never ending. You know, that that means that they weren't able to steamroll. We were able to we were able to to put up barriers and stop this stuff and, and we'll continue to do that. Absolutely, because that's not gonna stop them from trying or continuing to introduce these bills. So Yeah. Um uh, Gabe and I we both uh did a stint in the labor movement and they um when you're on strike they have uh, a saying that, you know, you'll stay stronger one day longer. <laughs> and uh that goes here too. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's uh, it's time for let's get it on. Let's get it on. Um, where we talk Ow, about what we're baby. what we're doing <laughs> and the upcoming calendar. Uh, before we go to upcoming stuff, I want to look back. You were at sorry, I'm throwing an audible here. Uh, <laughs> you were at Akron's Family Black Pride this weekend. It was so awesome. This is the first time it's ever happened. Can first you, time. Can you tell what is this? It was amazeballs. Um, they had um, free food all day, and I mean good food. Now you tell me. Okay. <laughs> there was fish and chips. There was hamburgers and hot dogs. Nice. There was uh, potato salad and baked beans. It was like a big black gay family reunion. Nice. It was awesome. Uh, the music was incredible. They had uh, groups that did traditional African dance and drumming. They had reggae music. They had line dancing. Wow, it was all day. <laughs> um, it started actually with um, a church service. Um, nice. My church, disclaimer, First Grace United Church of Christ. <laughs> We're pro-choice. Come um, visit. Yeah. <laughs> Cross Elementary, Sunday, 1045. Um, see, Bob, that's my pastor. Um, he may be listening. Um, but we had a wonderful, uh, service, great gospel singers, and then Equality Ohio and Care Source and Planned Parenthood. And, and the Barber College was there giving free haircuts. We love the Barber College. They do so much charity work in Akron. And, uh, Karen Williams, very famous, um, uh, comedian was there. It was a fantastic day. And um, I just had a ball. We had so much support um, for our petitions in support of abortion access. Gave away lots of uh, free condoms and, and buttons right. separately. Um, always make sure there are different parts of the table. You know what? The pins and the balloons together. No, no, sir. Um, and we just had we just had a ball. And you know, I want to thank Steve Arrington um, and the Akronades Collaborative and others who put together that first annual event, and I can't wait to go back next year. It was a great yes, time. I can't wait to be there next year. Yeah, I know, because you didn't year. get to be there no. this year. I'm, I thought, yeah, I was having, me. thought I was having a birthday party for my son, uh, whose birthday was that same day, but my daughter got sick, so there was no birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm out there eating you exactly. know, fish. Exactly, don't, don't tell me again. Oh and line gosh. dancing, but, you know, <laughs> could have been you. Will there be a video oh of the line gosh. dancing for the show notes? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I hope not. 
Well, that sounds like a, a terrific event. Um, upcoming in the calendar on September 20th, uh, if you're in the Youngstown area, we, we hardly ever get out there. Um, yes, but we will start, so yes. get ready. Uh, Youngstown, you're going to have a microphone training, which is me uh, and Annie Kroll, uh, who will be just back from uh, the European Friends. Grand Tour. <laughs> Um, uh, so this is a training that we've done, uh, in many other communities across Ohio. Um, it's going to be two hours in the evening on the 20th, a good discussion, uh, of legislation that we've, uh, battled in the past legislation that we're tackling, uh, currently, uh, court decisions that have affected, um, how, you know, clinics are able to, uh, legally operate, um, again, you know, both past court decisions uh, and current ones, uh, and then just ways to discuss reproductive rights, uh, abortion care, mm-hmm. um, ways to write letters to the editor to talk about these, uh, write an op-ed to your local newspaper. Um, you know, it's it's kind of difficult to get published in the Columbus Absolutely. Dispatch, but you know, there's the the Delaware Gazette, uh, and you know all of these other little papers. The Youngstown Vindicator, uh, and people needs, read those. Yeah, the yeah. Warren Tribune, Chronico. Yeah, um, so we'll you know we'll work with people to write their own letters to the editor and draft their own message in their own words, um, but to you know prepare it to be published in your local newspaper. Or if you have questions about, you know, what it's like to call in to uh, talk radio to discuss uh, an issue on the air. I love talk um, radio so much. You know, it's it's <laughs> great that people do those. It's even better when they do it uh, following a messaging training and they can learn exactly how to discuss these issues uh, as informed citizens. So is this a training just for volunteers or can anybody come and join even if they want to do a, a letter to the ed- editor as a one-time thing? Yeah, it's it's for anybody. If if you're listening to this, absolutely, uh, then you are eligible to come. <laughs> um, so you know, it's it's for pro-choice people. Um, you know, when when we have this messaging training, we're not looking to, um, you know, we're not looking to convince people. These are for people who already understand the importance. They might right. not, you know, they might like, uh, you know, increased access for birth control. Maybe yeah. they have questions about abortion. Absolutely. That's fine. Um, we're not hosting, like, a debate on should abortion right. be legal. That's not <laughs> what this is. Um, you know, this is uh, for people who, like you said, they don't have to be established volunteers. Um, you know, you don't have to have been canvassing or phone banking or doing something with us. This can be your first time coming out uh, to a microphone training uh, to you know, to learn how to talk about these issues, if you already understand, you know that you care about it, uh, or if you have a friend that you know, um, where maybe they're always talking about abortion rights, and and you want to learn more about it, this is a great spot for that. So this one will be in Youngstown, September twentieth. Uh, link to sign up is going to be in the show notes, uh, and we do these uh, periodically in cities around the state. So if you have a group of friends and you're like, "Oh, well, we all support this and we all feel the same way," give us a call. Um, you know, we'll be very happy normally to reserve a room in a local library. Come on over to your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. have this training a couple hours. Uh, it's a nice small gathering get together. People can ask questions in a safe space yeah. uh, and get some informed answers. And I think the reason why this is so important is that this is how we bust abortion stigma. 
that we talk about our values, that we Mm -hmm. talk about, you know, if you're a person of faith and you're pro-choice, talk about that. You know, if you're someone who, you know, has has faced difficult pregnancy decisions and you want to talk about that, talk about that. Um, I I think that um, forcing women to feel like they have to be ashamed, Mm -hmm. that they have to keep these things secret, is the foundation for all of the attacks on our rights and um, the more we talk about things, the more people know that they know someone. I mean, I guarantee you, I mean, with the number of women who have had abortions in this country, you know someone, and you probably love someone who's had an abortion. Absolutely. Um, but you may not know it because they haven't talked about it, or maybe they don't know that you're to. a safe person Absolutely. to talk to. I mean, I always tell people when they come to work here, one of the first things I tell people is, like, people are going to start telling you their stories. Yeah, absolutely. They want someone to talk to. Yeah, because now they know, okay, you know, mm-hmm. Vashida is a safe person I can talk to. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's important. Women need to know that they're not alone, mm-hmm. that what they're doing isn't wrong, and that they we have their back and we support absolutely. them. Right. Very good, good message. Um, and we're going to have other future events. Um, people can get information about that uh, by email, and you can sign up for our emails by going to prochoiceohio.org. Uh, and there's a button there for, you know, sign up for more information. You put in your email, and boom, you're on the list. Yeah, things are about to get real interesting, folks, so get on that email list if you're not already. Absolutely, and if you want to volunteer, uh, go ahead and do the same process. Get on our website, let us know, and we'll be happy to um, talk to you, train you, you know, whatever you may may want to, want to do. So. And if you don't do that, there's still the phone. 1-800-GO-NAYRAL. <laughs> uh, Twitter at ProChoiceOH, and just search for NAYRAL ProChoice Ohio on Facebook. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're trying. So. Come we find are. us. Okay. You ready to head over to the state house and testify? Let's get ready yep. to rumble. You'd be skipping. Leaving on a high note. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> woo. Okay. So uh, good luck. Uh, and I don't s- need luck. <laughs> I love this woman. Okay. I love you. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.